10 minutes remaining. Hi, everyone. Welcome to the Daily Happy from 10K Dollar Day. It's Wednesday, August 25th, 2021. I'm Lulu Picard. I'm Allison Burns. Whether you're waking up or winding down, we want to be there for you. You can also hear our voices on our other podcast. Yep, that's right. It's called 10K Dollar Day. It's a comedy podcast about imaginary luxury travel. But this is the 10-Minute Daily Happy. That's right. And this week, we're talking about Blue Apron, the OG of meal home delivery services. Their mission is to make incredible home cooking accessible to everyone, even someone like me who doesn't like to cook, who wants it to be hands-free. And they've been doing it, though, since 2012. You can select between two, three, or four meals a week, and you can adjust that week to week. So if one week your kids are out of town or you got the place to yourself, you can adjust it. It's totally flexible. So check it out at 10kdollarday.com slash Blue Apron. Uh, Blue Apron, do you know who probably does not use Blue Apron, but would if he were not who he was? What a terrible clue that is. That's a terrible clue. Um, who would use it if it wasn't who he was? Uh, mm, John? No. John who? The guy with the boards. <laughs> John Barb, yeah. our 10K Saturday guest, who has the charcuterie. Yeah, I was just the thinking plant if he wasn't who he was. Company. Okay, I'm gonna I'm just gonna save you here because I, I gave you a, I gave you an impossible task, and <laughs> and like the consummate improv actress you are, you said yes, and yeah. even though there was no way you were gonna survive that. Okay, I'm talking about your favorite chef. Oh, Ramsey, Gordon. Wait, you think he'd use it? If he wasn't who he was. If he wasn't a chef. Well, I guess. I mean, how can we even make that assumption? I was just trying to segue to my story. Wait, do you have a story about Gordon Ramsay? That that should have been the segue. (laughs) I should have just said... (laughs) I should have just said I have a story about Gordon Ramsay and let the chips fall where they lay. You know what I mean? Like, what was I trying to do? Let the fish and chips fall. Thank you for mentioning the name of his restaurant opening in Orlando. Yeah. (laughs) Gordon Ramsay Fish and Chips. Now, I know you and I have... I know this has been on your radar. Oh, yes. Um, Listen, I have reached out to them so many times. (laughs) Everyone, we we've never had a press pass for anything in our no. life because this this is what we do, right? But we really tried to get on that press list we for did. the Gordon Ramsay fish and chips. Yes. Opening. But do you know yeah. uh that's oh, I completely read this quote wrong. And oh. I based the whole story around well, what it. did you think the quote said? It's not as cool now. <laughs> I thought <laughs> I thought it said, I, I thought this quote, <laughs> I thought this story was going to be about how much Gordon Ramsay loved Orlando because he's nostalgic. He has nostalgia about Orlando because he came here a lot as a kid with his family. Uh-huh. And so he was really excited about opening a restaurant here. Yeah. Because, because in this quote, there's a lot of words like nostalgia. Growing up, tradition, <laughs> youth, Orlando. And okay. when I scanned it, oh, and families. So scanned it, that's kind of, I just didn't, part, guys, I was good at school, but I didn't learn anything. You guys okay, are figuring but what that does out it now, right? actually say? It says, 
it was a real tradition for me growing up. So I'm excited to bring that nostalgia from my youth to Orlando. Yeah, that makes more sense. For all the residents that call the city beautiful home and the millions of tourists that visit each year. I'm sure he's excited about feeding those millions of tourists. Yeah. Um, but he's talking about fish and chips. Yeah, he's, yeah. He's nostalgic about fish yeah. and chips. Not no, about I could have Orlando. told you that. I knew that like, you know, growing up, they wouldn't have had the money to like come to Orlando from England every, you know, summer. Did he have a hard childhood? It wasn't hard by any means, but he wasn't, he definitely had to work his way up. They were, you know, a very average middle class, you know, hardworking family. What was his dog's name? I don't know his dog's name. Wait, but now I feel like I should know his dog's name. Do you know his dog's name? No, but all of a sudden I just realized that I didn't know you went into such depths of knowledge about Gordon Ramsay and I just wanted to know how far that went. Well, now it's going to go real far because I don't ever want to be caught off guard again. (laughs) (laughs) I want to know everything. So if anyone ever asked me anything, I'd be like, oh, his dog's name? Yeah, I got that. It's Max. You know? Oh, my gosh. Yeah, uh, you're right, because you never know. You never know. You never know when you're going to be. What if you try to get a press pass and they're like, if you can answer these five trivia questions <gasps> about Gordon Ramsay. Oh, that would be epic. Ooh, we should do that when we do events. I have a friend who is on TV. And when this friend meets people like in Times Square, because I've been standing next to this person at this time yeah someone will say oh i love you i can i have your autograph or whatever and this person will say to the fan absolutely what do you know me from <gasps> oh that's good and it's just because they're they're like they're like i, I just kind of want to know first of all you know what what's your demographic like what do you like me from sci-fi do you like me from yeah. comedy do you like whatever but also a lot of people um, just can tell that you're famous. Like they can, t- they know that you're a celebrity of some sort. They recognize you a little bit. Yeah. And then if they're not really a fan, they will sell the autograph. Oh, <gasps> that's so nasty. I know. So that's it's like, awful. I know. I actually love though watching those like clips. I think like Jimmy Kimmel does it. He sent like Jennifer Lawrence onto the street of LA with a microphone and was like, she had to interview people about herself. She was like, hey, did you guys see the latest like Jennifer Lawrence movie? And people are like, oh yeah. But they were like mentioning stuff that was like Jennifer Aniston. And she was like, oh no, that's Jennifer Aniston. And they're like, oh yeah, I love her. And she would be like, oh yeah, she's so much better than Jennifer Lawrence, isn't she? They're like, yeah, she is. And they had no idea that they were talking to Jennifer Lawrence. Uh, uh, do you remember brilliant. when we went to the David Letterman taping? Yes, I do. And we got okay, to sit on the couch, you guys. We did get to sit on the couch. But here, here's the crazy thing. Oh, first of all, there's no proof of this on the internet. I can't find it. But Allison can tell you that it's true. So Meryl Streep was the main guest. Yes. And everyone was going insane about it, right? And yeah. even David Letterman was like fangirling yeah. over Meryl Streep in the monologue, over Meryl Streep, all the things. The second guest was Rebel Wilson. Yeah. And he didn't know who she was. Nope. No he clue. He literally started the interview and said, what do I know you from? Yes. I was like, I was, you didn't do your research. And also how dismissive you have like loved Meryl Streep for like 25 minutes. And it was an, it was the most uncomfortable interview I've ever seen in my life. He mixed her up. He finally said, Oh, I think I do know, know, uh, you from this one thing. It was not only not her. 
it yeah. was a male comic. Yeah. <laughs> like I know, it was so bad. It was it was Two really awkward. Remaining. I can't find her on the internet, Allison. I think that they just didn't never put it up. Wait, really? Yeah, yeah. Oh, now yeah. I gotta search for it. I don't do that. Also, uh, Gordon Ramsay's dog. Look for all of those things. I am, I am gonna have all those answers for you tomorrow on the Daily Happy. <laughs> All right, let's go to this uh, this crazy news. If you are one of those people, and pl- I just, you know, if you are, no judgment, except kind of, if you're one of those people who has gone out to get ivermectin. I've heard of this. You've heard of ivermectin? Or you, oh, you know where this article is No, going. I've heard of that. I've heard that word before. Ivermectin, it is uh, given to horses and other livestock. It's like for... Uh, you put them to sleep. It's like tranquilizer. No, 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 no. This is, uh, this is, this is like for worms, like, like, so you don't get parasites or something. Okay. Wrong. Okay. Wrong CSI. Wrong CSI. (laughs) However, unfortunately, somehow, I don't know how, I don't know how, somehow people think this treats COVID. Why? And now, I don't know. I'm not really sure where that news source is, but basically, feed stores are running out of ivermectin. Okay. And this has gotten to such a degree that the FDA, I mean, how ironic is this? Yesterday we were like, they approved the vaccine. Uh, the FDA had to tweet about it saying this product is designed. It's made specifically for livestock, horses and cows. And the tweet of the FDA says, you are not a horse. You are not a cow. Seriously, y'all stop it. Oh, <gasps> <laughs> that's the FDA's tweet. Oh my gosh, that's brilliant. I mean, but yeah. also those people are dumb. Ten. I don't know. They're nine, just desperate, maybe. Eight, I'm not seven, quite sure. I it's don't a fine know. line between five, dumb and desperate. Four, three, two, <laughs> I live there. One. <laughs> 